Hi everyone, it's Sloan Rhodes with another Q&A session. Uh, today I have a question from Shannon that she emailed in. And uh, just for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, these Q&A um, recordings there that are available here on YouTube as well as the audio podcast, there are links below for the audio podcast. Um, these are in response to questions that you might have around spirituality or metaphysics, um, ego, heart, these kinds of questions. I I started this series because many times what comes up for one individual comes up for many. So in response to Shannon's question, so let's just go ahead and read it verbatim. So Shannon says, um, I'm curious, what is the best way to stay in the present moment, but also hold space for goals and future plans? I always get caught up with trying to figure out when to set a goal, but how to stay present and go with the flow of the universe at the same time. Well, Shannon, thank you for your question because it's um, a great question. And I know that one that many people have, you know, have been thinking about and are curious about. So there is kind of this misunderstanding that when you are being encouraged or it's being suggested that you stay present, go to the present moment, that you are somehow, your life somehow will go out of control or that things won't get done or that you're not being proactive enough uh, from the perspective of the ego. Um, and um, somehow things will fall through the cracks. There's so many um, fears around this idea of being present. So let's just bring it into a kind of an experiential example so that uh, we can ground it in, in that. Because as a concept, you can kind of understand it, but it's often very difficult to enact it, to, you know, to continue your practice of it. So, all right, so let me just tune in here. So how can, sh how can we all, uh, based on uh, Shannon's uh, question, uh, be present, um, but also hold space for our larger goals? Well, this is what I would suggest. It's okay to have your larger um, goal, let's say, larger intention, um, while still being very, very present with what is. And the difference is that you are not as attached to how you get there, and you are not attached to the actual goal itself. Because the goal itself is um, an egoic construct, <laughs> you know, that somehow this goal is a real thing. Now, of course, what you're really seeking is the energy of that. So say, for example, we'll ground it in an experience, you're planning for a party. So your goal is to have this amazing party, this uh, event, right? Say it's just a, a gathering, right? So let's even bring it into even more specifics and say it's a reunion. You are planning a family reunion. So there's a lot that goes on here and a lot of opportunities for the ego to come in and uh, trick us <laughs> into feelings of despair or anger or frustration because we're dealing with family. And family is a wonderful um, petri dish <laughs> for our spiritual practice. So, all right, so you're planning a reunion. So your goal, to the mind's perspective, is I'm going to have, uh, I'm gonna plan this event. And um, the goal of the event, to the mind's perspective, is to get everyone together and um, so that everyone can catch up. And there's always uh, attachments there. So already the goal isn't just to have an event. The goal is to have a specific number of people show up, a specific group of people, and then the mind continues on this this um, agenda 
Um, and then they're, they're meant to have fun. They're meant to catch up. Uh, we're meant to maybe um, mend fences or create stronger bonds. So already this fun event, before we've even really begun, has begun to take on a life of its own based on the ego. So you can still have this event and have this be your end goal, so to speak, and still be very, very present. And the reason I'm bringing it up like this is to uh, help you recognize all the different ways that the ego can come in because being present really is just another way of dissolving these, those egoic agendas and expectations and attachments. So let's just back it up even more. So what is, what is the goal, right? The goal is to have this event, to have these people come together, to have a reunion, right? And what is the energetic goal that you're wanting to accomplish? You're wanting to show more love. You're wanting to experience more love and connection. So you can keep that as your ultimate goal. You're wanting to experience more loving connections, to have more um, connections with people that you feel close to. Right? So this is very different than um, already. It already feels different. It feels more flexible. You know? So you have your ultimate goal, which is to have more loving connections, right? to have more bonding with people you care about. Now you have taken the agenda off of certain people behaving a certain way or giving you something, providing you with that experience. You're already understanding that what you're really wanting is an energy. So you take it off the event being that. This allows for you to plan the event without getting mired in all the expectations and agendas. So this is one way that you can be present with the feeling that you're wanting, which is more connection, more bonding, more, more loving experiences and exchanges. And you can begin to have those in the present moment more and more as you plan for the event. Right? So you can still plan for your event. All right, so then now you're already bonding and, and having lovely connections with people that you're discussing things with. You know, you're already reaching out to family members. So right away, you're already having the experience that you're wanting, that your mind has said is the end goal. You're already in the process of this. You are present with what's occurring. You call someone on the phone, you text with someone, you send a, a letter, <laughs> possibly. Uh, people do that still. And that is the bonding, that is the connection. So you're already feeling hopeful, you know, you're excited, anticipatory. Those are all part of the connections that you're already, your mind has said is the end goal. So you're already experiencing it. So you're being very present with what is. Now, so say someone comes back with, I'm not going to attend. Now you are no longer feeling let down. You know, my goal isn't working. People don't want to show up. And now you are getting clear on how you can have the experience of bonding and connection and love, um, loving connections in the here and now and where, where those connections can be um, adjusted. So you're being very present. Someone says, no, I don't want to go. You can just be very present with that. And there's not the crushing um, disappointment that they're not going to be at the, at the end goal. You know, you're already having that connection. Maybe they say it very nicely. Oh, I'm not able to come, but I really appreciate your, you know, trying to get this set up. Then you're already having the connection. Now you can be very present with that and say, oh, I'm, you know, my part of me, you know, my egoic self says, oh, I'm disappointed that you won't be able to attend the event, but I love the connection we're having now. Maybe we can get together another time. You know, this kind of thing. Now, if someone responds and says, no, I'm not going to attend because I've had this feud with, you know, <laughs> Billy Bob <laughs> since, you know, uh, my cousin Billy Bob since, you know, uh, 
you know, junior high school, uh, and you know, there's bad blood between us. You can also respond to that with, oh, okay. You know, you can be present with that again without the suddenly the ego's agenda that you are somehow going to mend fences between Billy Bob and, and Jimmy Joe, <laughs> you know, in the back of your mind, and finally ease up all the tensions within the family. You're already setting yourself up for a disaster, so you can be very present with what's occurring and say, okay, um, thank you for letting me know, and you're already beginning to mend the connections. But when we tend to put everything on the end goal, we lose sight of what we are achieving, you know, to the mind's eye, uh, in the present moment, what we already are experiencing it. So this is one way that you can be present and still have your end goal. It's, it's kind of a different way of thinking about it or feeling your way into it, but it's much less distressing and um, anxiety-ridden. Even when you have a goal that you want to, to have, you know, you're excited about, even that has so many layers of, of egoic agendas and expectations because even if everything goes beautifully, you know, you have this reunion, the next day, you know, or after the weekend, you're just back to the family going its separate ways, you know. So when you, when you don't put all of your energy on the, the end goal, so it's still okay to have goals, but how you can be present is what's occurring right here and right now and recognizing what your larger desire is. And that, in this example, is to have more loving connections, more connection with family, this kind of thing, which you're already having in the moment that you reach out to people and they respond, but the mind says, no, that's not enough. It needs to be over here. So this is one way you can be very, very present. Now, let me give you another example. Um, I'm going to give you a few different examples and just kind of bear with me. And if it resonates, you know, wonderful. And if it doesn't, of course, you know, um, trust your own heart above what you know what I may suggest here or anyone else for that matter so let's look at being present and also having your your um, let me just make sure I'm getting the question right um, be present in the moment but also hold a space for goals and future plans all right so let's let's uh, have another example here say you are um, I'll give another example because these are these are kind of fun examples. They're very concrete. You're planning um, a trip, right? So you know that you want to go to Hawaii and you want to go sometime in the summer. And say you even pick a date, you know, July seventh. We're heading to Hawaii for um, for a month, right? So right away your mind says, and then I can finally relax, <laughs> you know. And then I can then I can finally have fun, and then I can finally blah blah blah. So just be aware that whenever we tend to set a goal in the distance, there is a tendency to feel as though we have to wait for the goal to materialize in order to feel what we're wanting. So this is one way you can hold space for it. Yes, I want to have my goals for the future. I want to go to Hawaii this summer. And then you can be present with whatever is arising. If you are thinking, oh, and how am I going to get there? And I'm going to have to save money. And you find that your planning of the trip or the event or whatever it may be um, is stressful to you, then you're no longer being present with what is. Then you are grinding away in the older egoic patterning. But one of the ways you can play with this is to, say, is to take a break. If you find that you're becoming stressful, you, Take a break, you don't think about it, you walk away, blah, 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 do whatever, and you come back to it and you think, well, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be amazing? Wouldn't it be amazing uh, to like have everything work so beautifully? We get to the airport on time, the flight's on time, we sit next to interesting people, our hotel is perfect, you know, and you can begin to 
still plan um, from a place where it feels good to you as opposed to planning with the stress and the anxiety. Because when you start doing that, what you tend to manifest is just more stress and anxiety even at the event when the event finally rolls around or, or after. So different ways to be present and also recognize how the ego can come in and very um, kind of uh, quiet sometimes uh, ways to uh, keep us in the familiar patterning of if this then that if I can just you know get away then I can finally feel relaxed if we plan this event then finally there'll be more um, more loving connections and more connection to family in my life these kinds of things so those are two very sort of concrete examples um, of being present. One is to make sure that you recognize what the energy is that you are, that your mind thinks, what the mind thinks that the event will bring you. And usually it has to do with an energy. Usually you're wanting to feel a greater sense of peace and serenity. Say for example, you go on vacation or excitement, you know. You can access that in the whole process and even in the moment, but the mind says, no, I have to have the event for that. So you're now you're no longer present. You are planning for the future, planning for the future. So you know it's it's kind of a game to play, and it's a practice. It's it's uh, continual, you know. And um, so don't beat yourself up if you, you know, if you find that you are getting disappointed or you're getting um, anxious or whatever. Just notice it. Yes, because if you are very present in the moment, then you're not necessarily. Um, feeling stressed because you're just kind of it is what it is now it may not be of course your preference but when you accept what is okay so I'm not going to be able to afford to go on a trip to Hawaii okay so my mind had really got me excited that that was the one thing I needed to do but it is what it is I'm not going to be able to go to Hawaii you know you comfort the inner child okay you're upset <laughs> and if you don't know what I'm talking about with the inner child I'll have a link here to the um physical feelings of lack, shame, etc. that's up here and you can watch that video or listen to that recording. Um, so I'm not going to have to go to Hawaii, it looks like. I don't have the, the finances, the financial, resor financial resources in the moment. So how can I be present with this, accept this, and still hold the larger goal of having a more relaxing or exciting experience? Well, perhaps I can take a short road trip, you know, or perhaps in this moment, I can call a friend and we can go out after work tonight and um, go for a walk on the beach or we can go out to a club, you know, or go dancing or try a Zumba class or, you know, um, play racquetball, you know, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be, you know, it's not like it's climbing Mount Everest if you want excitement and it's not like you're relaxing on a beach, you know, in Hawaii for relaxation, but there's a version of it that you can have access to and that's how you can stay present. A lot of times when we think we have to be present, um, it feels like we're doing nothing, <laughs> but we're actually very active in the spaciousness, in the allowance of what can come in. That's being present. Being present really is letting go of agendas and attachments. And when you're present, the entire universe is open to you. But when we are forward thinking, you know, we got to get this and we're going to do that, then it's like you almost have blinders on. And, you know, you're, you're focused on the breadcrumbs <laughs> that you think are going to lead you to the promised land, so to speak. But when you're present, you see it all, you know. 
maybe you stop for a minute and someone comes up behind you and says, hey, I have free tickets to this, you know, I'm like, oh, thanks. And, you know, but you didn't see that person behind you before because you were so busy with your blinders on, you know, following the breadcrumbs. And uh, so you need to, you know, be present and have this kind of 360 degree view <laughs> or openness so that all things can come in and support you. And then suddenly you're being very present, like, oh, okay, don't have the financial resources to go to Hawaii in the moment. But, um, you know, I'm really, you know, you kind of let go of your agenda and expectation and you're just present with what is. Okay, so yeah, so that's not going to work, you know, and you, and you open up more to what else is available to me. Where, where is this um, leading me, you know? And not with a way of um, trying to um, enforce an agenda, but where, 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 might, where might this lead me to? And then suddenly, you know, you get a call from your parents. Hey, we're, you know, we're going to go to, we're taking all the kids to Hawaii this year. You know, you're like, wait, what? You know, this kind of thing. I mean, it doesn't have to be that big, but you understand the point. I'm being um, kind of driving it home a little bit with these larger examples so that you can understand how it works. Um, being present is about being open still having your goal, so to speak, in mind, still having your plans, but you're not getting caught up in the, you know, the scarcity mentality of following the breadcrumbs and trying to figure it out. And this has to happen this way. Because whenever we feel like it has to happen in a certain way, it's ripe for things to go wrong, in, you know, from the perspective of the ego. And then there's that disappointment. So, you know, you play with it a little bit. Uh, there's lots of different ways to be present. And I know I'm presenting it maybe in a way that, um, maybe a little differently than how you have experienced it in the past. But I think, you know, with concrete examples, it helps all of us to, to recognize because as concepts, we understand it. But so many times when life arises, you know, life unfolds, we can, we get lost, you know, in, in the, in, because as a concept, it's not grounded yet in our experience. So, you know, for me, really, ultimately being present is about accepting what is, but knowing what your overall goal was or is with what the mind thinks it wants in the future. And I would encourage you, you know, as best you can to not get too caught up with thinking about the future because what happens when you are in alignment with what the heart wants, when you are in alignment with what your um, heart wants as opposed to what your ego thinks it wants, uh, things tend to unfold in beautiful, beautiful ways that you could never have envisioned when you are just, you know, in your sort of um, egoic agenda of following the breadcrumbs to the promised land. I hope that you find that helpful. Uh, if you have any questions, of course, leave them here on the YouTube channel or you can email me um, for further clarity or if you want me to address this in a different way. Uh, but this is my response today. <laughs> it would probably be different tomorrow, but today as I do this video, uh, this is how it's coming through for me. So I hope that you find it helpful and I wish you much love as always. And uh, if you'd like a private appointment, of course, you can always email me. Much love.